0: Life's so full on, I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Time to talk basketball now though with Casey Frank, former breaker, former Tall Black. G'day mate, how are you? I'm doing well, mate. Thanks for having me. Hey, any time, man. Any time. The season gets underway in the uh, Aussie NBL this afternoon for the Breakers. They play Melbourne United. It's it's a pretty tough assignment first up, mate. Uh, But what have you made of the Breakers squad this season around compared to what we saw last season?
1: I've been really impressed by the rededication to the defensive side of the basketball. Uh, It really looks like the franchise is trying to recommit in that area and look for a couple of surprising offensive performances to carry them on that side of the ball. But you can tell that the foundation is going to be a toughness, a Q-iness uh, on that defensive side of things, and they're going to really try and bring back uh, what was the the foundation for some of those championship years. Uh, I've been impressed by that. I've been impressed by, by the way the team has really uh, acclimated to the head coaching ability of Coach Modi Moore. Uh, didn't get the, the wins as, as many as they'd like at the preseason, but certainly saw some things going in the right direction. Uh, of course, that doesn't count uh, Thomas Abercrombie's eye.
0: Yeah, well, that's, that's right. I mean, you know, Thomas Abercrombie, for, he can't fly for seven weeks, which makes me wonder if he can even play at home in that time, given you know if, if, if that's an issue.
1: Yeah, it is, uh, you know, it's a, a really strange injury. Uh, he wasn't sure about the damage until they got on. It seems that it's a little bit more extensive. There has been uh, some rumors circulating that it's possible that if the vision comes back before that seven-week time, he'll be able to play in some of those home games. But obviously, when you're you're playing around with the eye, you you can't be too careful. Uh, So they're going to take every precaution and make sure that his long-term vision isn't affected. And uh, unfortunately, that does mean that basketball is going to have to take a back seat for the time being.
0: Yeah, I mean, what what's uh, what does that mean for the breakers? I mean, we talked about the squad and the balance of the squad. Uh, have they got enough there to, to, to cover themselves uh, at a decent level with Tom out?
1: uh i mean that that is the question i think uh the shape that i, I saw tommy coming back into the season just uh after having a, a bit of trouble with with staying healthy the last couple of years he he looked like he he was going to be really rededicated to the game defensively in the preseason games that i saw before he was injured he looked fantastic and really looked like a he was going to be uh, one of those uh, pieces on that defensive side that added to that knockdown defense. Now, uh, I think offensively they're going to be able to make up for him. Uh, and Rayon Ruffier, he, he looks fantastic. I think he's even better than advertised. You know, you heard about him going in the late first round. Well, I'd be very surprised if, by the things are all said and done, he's not a top 12 pick. But I think he can certainly fit in on that defensive side of things. Uh, and offensively, it's going to have to be a collective effort to try and pick up that. But, you know, most importantly for Tommy, it's the leadership. Uh, This is a guy who's been around the team for so long, uh, a foundation piece for all the franchise championships. So to not have him here with a relatively young team uh, is maybe trying to rediscover that Kiwiness, as we've heard the, the Breakers say so much this season uh, coming into it, that, that that not having him there for that is probably going to be the biggest uh, hurdle for them to overcome.
0: Yeah, I know that you are um, a, a basketball man through and through, Casey. So, you know, when you're close to a sport, you may not notice it. But as someone who's a, a, a fan of a lot of different sports and maybe I don't, I don't follow it as closely as you do, it has felt to me like the breakers and the NBL, Australian NBL in general, has flown under the radar a bit for some. Uh, you know, I talked to a couple of uh, other sports journalists this week who had to double check that, the, uh, that you know, which weekend it started. They thought it was next weekend. I mean, has it felt that way to you? Uh, I mean,
1: it is a little bit of that. Uh, I think it's going to be a difficult task for the Australian NBL to get back to the front of mind uh, for sports lovers here in New Zealand. You know, essentially two years away uh, due to COVID, obviously, playing all those games away. While while people were still paying attention to what's happening, you don't have that same connection when when you're not playing in front of your fans. Uh, You you don't get that same connection with the kids, with the fan base, with wanting to perform for the people who are buying your jerseys and supporting you week by week. So uh, I think there is some room to make up for that. and. I think in a lot of ways the return to New Zealand for a lot of Kiwis is the start of the season for them, for, for them coming back next Friday night, having their home opener for the first time in yeah, a couple of years. Uh, just you know, I think that just seven out of the last 68 games, something like that, have been played on New Zealand soil, and those were uh, when the season was Already well done by then. So uh, I think uh, that date has been circled by a lot of uh, Ki- Kiwis uh, as th- that's when the Breakers are really back. So They're going to be back in New Zealand, playing in New Zealand, uh, and th- th- trying to play as well as they can in that Australian competition.
0: Now, we've had two games yesterday. Uh, Southeast Melbourne Phoenix got up over the Tasmania Jack Jumpers 84 79, and the Sydney Kings got up over the Hawks in Wollongong 106 uh, 97. Based on the squad that you've seen that the Breakers have put together uh, for this season and, and what you've seen the moves that the other other clubs have made. Where do you think the breakers sit in terms of favouritism coming into the season? It,
1: it, it is difficult to say coming in because I, I think every squad across the NBL has improved. Uh, if, if that's through uh, upping their local players or upping their imports or a combination of the two, I, I do think that as a whole, the tide has lifted across the league. Uh, depending on how results go, I do think every single team in this competition is going to be able to challenge for a finals berth. The question is, who's going to really rise to the cream of the crop? Uh, Sydney, I I feel like they're going to be a title favorite again. They were really close in a close game against Wungong going down the stretch uh, yesterday, sorry, Illawarra was one gone when I played there. But uh, really close going down the stretch, uh, stretch against those guys. Uh, and this is a team that the Breakers, you know, at one point were up 50 points in a preseason game but behind closed doors. So that, that shows you how close I think it is for, between every team and that on any given night one team's going to be able to get it done. From my viewpoint, the Breakers are, are, are in that mix of teams that, that are going to be fighting for a finals position. It, it does a lot of it have to do uh, on health. And while I do believe they're going to be a really good defensive team, there are some questions about who's going to provide that offense, and so if we can find a, a, a probably a, a bit more of a, a hot streak from Barry Brown Jr. than he might be expected to carry coming in, that could go a long way towards getting the Breakers where they want to go offensively.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be uh, fascinating to see how they go uh, first up against Melbourne United. Melbourne United are a dollar thirty-two favorites. The Breakers three twenty, uh, and you can get the Breakers at a dollar ninety-two plus six and a half points. Casey, what are you looking at?
1: Uh, you know, I think this is a Melbourne team that showed that it was uh, re-energized when they came back to the blitz. Uh, unfortunately for them, Ariel Hook corty went down with an Achilles injury. Uh, he was one of the, the ten guys that was playing a lot of minutes. The depth has been sorely affected. They're going to have to play Isaac Humphries a bit more. It would not shock me if the Breakers came out with just a, uh, a dog-eat-dog defensive mindset the game today. Uh, to Played really good strong defense against a, a team that they're very uh, well, well known with and they know very well. Uh, so, so for, for me, well, I might take a punt on that dub. I, I think the Breakers have been shopping at the bit to get a they get going. Uh, United are dealing with a few issues inside the club themselves right now with injuries, try, trying to figure some things out. Uh, and uh, if you can roll the dice, why not in game
0: one? Well, why not? Why not in game one indeed? Hey, uh, the other piece of news that we saw today is that um, from a basketball point of view, Casey, is the uh, Stephen Adams has signed on a new two-year, $25.2 million contract extension um, with the Grizzlies. Uh, what do you make of that as a move for him and for them? You know, if, from my point of view,
1: I, I think he's probably taking a, a little bit of a discount on what he could pr- get on the open market uh, with, with the salary cap going up over the next few years with the new TV deals coming in. But this is a place where I, I think he feels really comfortable. He's a veteran presence for this team. And uh, what it does show me is how much that the Grizzlies value what he brings. You know, statistically, he's not the best center in the league. But if you look at the, his effect on his teammates uh, and what they can do offensively when he's out there, I think the two-point field goals I saw stat today that – Desmond Bain and John Morant are four percent better when Stephen Adams is on the court, and from three, I think it's eight percent for Bain and eleven percent better for John Morant when Stephen Adams is on that court. And that ability that he has to sacrifice his own statistical uh, importance for for the betterment of the team, for the betterment of uh, of his teammates and their careers, and for most importantly, wins. Uh, I think is that's why he is the player he is. That's why he's made the money he's made, and, and that's why the Memphis Grizzlies are valuing to this point. You know, this is a team that's got. Title aspirations, and by giving him the seal, they're saying that you're one of the pieces that we hope will get us get us get us there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't know how he's going to do it. How's he going to survive on twenty five and a half million a year, Casey?
1: <laughs> well, it goes even further in Memphis. I mean, he could survive quite nicely. You uh, he, he's been for, very fortunate in his career. But I think the great thing about Steve is that he's brought brought, uh, uh, a lot of people along for the ride and doing a lot of good uh, charity work uh, growing the game of basketball here in New Zealand, even while
0: he's playing this trade over in the States. Yeah, no, he's done some great work. I look forward to the NBA season tipping off in about two and a half weeks, man. It's not too far away. It's all coming together,
1: Ricardo. I can't wait. The balls are bouncing and I can't wait. till they're all coming in synchronicity, get to see some shots going in. This is the time of year that gets me flowing.
0: Ah, oh, good to hear, man. Good to hear, Casey Frank, up and uh, excited about some ball coming our way. We'll talk to you again soon, man. Go well, enjoy the rest of your Sunday, and uh, hope you, hopefully uh, your your breakers bet comes in uh, in about ten minutes or so.
1: Yeah, yeah fingers crossed. And uh, uh, unfortunately, I am not going to be financially responsible for any advice I give out on the
0: program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe get out there and just work on your free throw shooting at halftime, maybe. You
1: know, let it die. Let it die record it.
0: <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. Ben wouldn't let me. I'm blaming Ben. Uh Casey, go well, brother. Go well. Enjoy the enjoy the afternoon. Appreciate it, boys. Yeah, go well. Uh, Casey frankly, they're talking uh basketball, the breakers tipping off against Melbourne United in ten minutes or so.